Good morning, sir, and good morning to all our listeners. I mean, to the point, how, how would you describe racial bias in news reporting as a theory? Yeah, I think you're tackling a very challenging uh, topic indeed, and it, it, it's something that bedevils every news editor of, of whatever uh, publication it is. But to, to answer your question directly, um, it becomes a racial profiling of, of, of racial bias if an article with similar circumstances um, names a black person but would not name a white person, if mm. I may put it that way. Mm. The Criminal Procedure Act, for example, says we may not name any person until the person comes before the law, mm. you know, before yeah. the court, yeah. and then pleads, right? Mm. And that's supposed to be standard for every court reporter, for every news editor. We're supposed to, knew, to know that from journalism one over. Mm. It doesn't matter the race of a person. Mm. But there have been incidents. I'll give you one, uh, the Jacob Zuma incident when he got accused of rape. Uh, the story came out as is that because he was a, a, a such a high public mm. figure, there was a national interest that uh, um, he has to be named before he even pleaded in court. It was months before he pleaded in mm. court, but mm. it was already known. It had been published that um, he was facing this charge. Mm. And it does happen with high-profile individuals. Um, and, and so the court tend to look that away because of the national interest aspect mm. of it, which usually the media would raise and say, guys, respectfully, if a president of the country, a deputy president of a country gets accused yeah. of such a heinous crime, you know, um, we will not wait until he appears in court to do so. So you tend to be uh, those uh, rare circumstances where the, the, the media would be allowed yeah. to me. But otherwise, we're all supposed to respect the law and don't name or hope well or whoever until he appears in court and he pleads guilty or not guilty. And then you say, we now know that he's been charged. And the reason yeah. is simple. There has been many people who get accused of such a, a case because he has had a chief with a boyfriend, and then it doesn't go to court, but he will forever be known as a person who mm. raped. So oh, that's why oh. they say until it gets to the court, only then can we then be sure that there is a, a case here oh, that well, needs to be answered. Who holds the editor's... Um, accountable for when these rules and these laws are overlooked when reporting? It's supposed to start with the, with the, with the publication itself. Mm-hmm. That's why some publications have what we call internal ombudspersons, mm-hmm. so that the, the case does not, uh, of, or it does not have to wait until they've gone to the press council, as an example, because that will take a certain process. So it's supposed to start within... The, the what you call um, uh, the, the publication itself. They have to be those internal procedures of each and every publication. Even even a radio station is supposed to have an internal person who who, who holds everybody to certain to certain I mean, standards. Yeah, no, uh, internal person just sounds very strange because we see this in the South African context over and over again, where certain publications will repeat uh, the the behaviour. So, I mean, the internal process doesn't seem to work. There is another process which we don't do in South Africa. Uh, we seem to have an unwritten rule of calling each other as peers to account. Um, we should there should be something like the call. Uh, it may sound clip and cliche, uh, peer pressure. We suppose as peers to be able to even write about such standards if we see mm-hmm. our colleagues in another publication and not doing it. You know, mm-hmm. we're supposed to, to, to be the people who guard our 
standards, our code of ethics, uh, and be able to say, if I'm running a column um, for the particular newspaper and I see my colleagues on the other side doing certain things that I feel are wrong, I should write about it and say, mm. it's wrong, guys. We are, we are preaching this and this code, which we are all supposed to uh, uh, adhere to, mm. and this is wrong. So that's another thing that we can do. Nothing should hold us better than peer group, uh, peer assessment. Sure. And and just on that note of accountability, in the context of SANEF, what role can you play in this? Okay. Here's your challenge with with the editors forum. Um, We we get into training, we get into organizing all those things, and we still expect that as peers, we're supposed to challenge one another. One, two, as peers within, within the newsroom itself, we still expect that people should do their job in terms of saying, because there are morning meetings for every newsroom, mm. if I'm, unless maybe I've, mm. I've, I've grown too old to know that they are born, no, they but I, they're supposed to be there. Mm. So where we then make an assessment of the paper or our report yesterday, if we are on broadcasting and say, guys, we have, we have broadcast this and this and this and this. Did we do right? Um, are we within the law? Are we, are we doing right? Or have we not done well here and there? We're supposed to call each other to account uh, before it, it even gets out. By the time it comes from our peers next door, so to speak, from other news publication, we suppose, if we are human as we're supposed to be as journalists, we're supposed to be ashamed of ourselves. Hmm. But yes, I don't think that we lobby enough amongst ourselves to, yeah. to hold each other accountable. All right. We'll get some opinions in uh, from uh, our listener, Hopewell, but yeah. we do appreciate your time so much. And thank you for making time to speak to us on this particular matter. Thank you so much. I hope to listen and hear what, what the public says. Absolutely. Hopewell Khadebe of uh, the South African National Editors Forum talking about racial bias in news yeah. reporting. I mean, peers holding each other to account, I, I don't see that happening. So, if it look like in my column, when that post comes out on the other side, I don't get it. I'm joking. No, no, don't joke, because <laughs> chances are that happens it does, too. It does happen, it does. What is your opinion about this, uh, in terms of uh, this racial profiling and even the bias when it comes to news reporting, um, particularly when you juxtapose the way black people are reported on versus white people on a same matter or a same issue? Do you think there's any difference or do you think there is an element of racial bias? Send us your voice notes, 071-585-6157. We'll check out your tweets as well.